0: You're listening to audio from Cornerstone Church. We hope you're encouraged by the following message. Let's jump in. All right, so we're in a series entitled, Who is Jesus? And uh, I know people have a lot of different definitions for who he is. And so we're not trying to uh, answer that as a whole because he is a lot of things. Uh, but we're trying of giving you some examples from this series that's out called The Chosen. If you haven't seen it, you can go online and see, get caught up and look at all those different uh, clips. They're very good. Um, and I just want to say, hey, thanks for being here today. If you're you know, checking out a church or a guest with us, say thanks for being at Cornerstone today. Um, uh, we're glad you're here. If you need anything, let one of our guys know that are walking around, they've got name tags on. They'll be glad to help you with anything you need. But if you're a guest, uh, there's a slide on the screen that if you want to get to know more about the church, you want us to reach out to you, you just let us know. You can snap the shot of that or use a card in the seat back in front of you, you can use that as well, and just drop in the offering boxes, hey man, I'd like to be contacted about this, or hey, what about that? Information about the church, we'd love to give you uh, that, whatever you might need. But we're glad you're here, and hope you're enjoying the uh, popcorn, and 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 I, I don't know what, um, I don't eat popcorn, but um, it smells really good. Like, y'all sit out there munching on it, and I didn't eat a whole lot this morning, so I'm getting really hungry watching you go, So. <laughs> But anyway, so we're going to talk today a little bit about who is Jesus. And again, the, the idea behind this is not to give you a, this is who Jesus is. Like just, because he is so much. Like he is so much more. Uh, one of the names of God uh, is, is El Shaddai. So I'm not good with Hebrew as far as pronouncing. I just know some of the definitions of whatnot. But it, it, it's the God who, he's, he's greater than. So when the moment you think he is, okay, he's above that. So whatever you imagine, whatever you can get to in your mind to go, okay, this is what God can do. Okay. He goes beyond that. It's why I, we did a series last, um, the last series on some of the stuff I showed about the universe. This is one of the things I love about uh, science. I didn't do well with it in school. It wasn't one of my favorite things, uh, in school. I found it to be very boring. Uh, sorry, parents for your kids in here, but I, I'm just real honest with my kids. I don't, I don't. I don't, I don't lie, I don't tell my kids, oh, I was just, I worked, I did everything in school, you should just, man, come on, you ought to be real with your kids, there were times you crammed for a test, and you made it just because you got lucky, and you ought to tell them, right, I mean, don't tell me, no, I, I worked, yeah, maybe not, but anyway, um, so, my kiddos, I was telling them, we were talking about, um, you know, different things about science and whatnot, but I have really become fascinated with, um like the science of the universe and the study of when it comes to planets and stars and all that, it just amazes me the more that they try to find out, it's like they think, oh, this is all there is. And then they get another telescope, and they go, whoa, wait a minute. It's like, whoa, that's only one layer. How far does this go? And, you know, you would think it would cause people to fall to their knees and go, there's no way we are here by happenstance it physiologically the way we work and are wired with our bodies it's amazing but i'm just saying all that because god is beyond whatever you think that's what the scriptures say when you pray uh, god can do is exceedingly abundantly above all that you could ever ask or think like he is the god that's more than enough he he's, you can't so to try to define jesus say he's just this it's impossible He's so much more, but I'm going to try through this series. So today we're going to talk about Jesus that He is our shelter. Okay, one of the things that Jesus is He's a, He's a shelter, and you know what a shelter is? A shelter is a structure, or it's a place. But really, it's not like when we talk about Hey, I'm going to the house. Okay, we're good to go to the house. But if I tell you, if you hear one of those little things, and we all get them sometimes, right? I love the way these work. You get these little alerts, and they send you warning. Uh, there's a storm coming. Where is it? Oh, it, it's in like Arkansas. Well, I don't live in our, why am I getting this, right? But then here comes a, a, you know, thunderstorm blasting through my, you know, neighborhood. Why didn't I get a warning for that, you know? But anyway, uh, when you hear those warnings, the sirens, we don't hear them very often, but when I live in Oklahoma, listen, when those uh, tornado sirens went off, it's an eerie feeling, especially out there. Like here we have them and they're bad, don't get me wrong, but those things out there are like, they're monsters. I mean, you, for miles they go through there. And anyway, when they say to you, seek shelter, it's a different thought process, right? If I tell you, hey, why don't you come over to the house? You say, okay, sure. We'll come over and hang out. If I tell you, hey, look, we need to find shelter, you know there's a problem. So Jesus is your shelter. Like whenever storms come, and they do come, he told us that, look, you will face troubles and trials. Storms come to everybody. But what do you do when the storm comes? You have to seek shelter, and Jesus is our shelter. So I'm going to talk today about this from this idea from this guy, Nathaniel. I've talked about him before, but this is in a little bit different context. So I'm going to read you the Bible verse. This is in John 1, and uh, this is one or maybe one more verse today I'm going to give you. This is keeping it within this pretty much today. But John 1, 43, uh, let me read this to you, and then we're going to show you a couple of of clips, okay? It says, The next day uh, he purposed to go into Galilee, talking about Jesus, Uh, And he found Philip. And Jesus said to him, follow me. Now, Philip was from Bethsaida, a city of the city of Andrew and Peter. And Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Now, I want you to notice something. Jesus called Philip. He said, I want you to come and follow me. And that conversion, if you will, not necessarily because he was... He was already, you know, kind of engaged with some things. But when, when Christ calls you out, it so captured Philip, Philip went and found his friend. Like, so I've heard this guy, um, uh, have you ever heard, I think he's pin Penn and Teller, I think is what it is, the guys that do the magic tricks. You guys heard of these guys? One's a big tall guy, loud and talks a lot. The other guy's real short and he's like a mime. He never says anything. He, ne- but he can talk, but he just doesn't in the show. Anyway, these guys are kind of funny. So the tall guy, and I don't know which one's what. Do you all know? Which one's the tall guy? Is that Penn? Okay. So Mr. Penn, um, he has, unless he's changed, I've prayed for him numerous times. It's kind of weird. But like some people get on my heart and I just pray for him. Like this guy, I don't know why. He's like one of those people that, you know, like he knows that God is real. I can look at him when he talks and go like, you know, there's something there that's affected you in life that causes you to be what he calls, and he calls himself an atheist. I think that's what the term he used. But he, so he's a full, so an atheist. He said, I heard him say this one time, he said, if you really believe the Bible, if you really believe in faith in Christ, as you say you do, then please continue to tell me. Why would you not tell your friends? If you really believe there's a heaven and a hell. Why would you not tell your friends? And so he was saying, like, you know, don't ever be ashamed. For, he said, I don't fault people for what they believe. I don't believe in it. But he said, I have a great respect for people who actually believe it and are willing to share it with other people because they want their friends to know this Jesus that they know. Uh, that's from an atheist. <laughs> that's, pretty, that's a pretty good word, right? To, to say, if you really believe it, why would you not share it with your friends? That's what Philip did to Nathaniel. So anyway... They said they found, they found him. Verse 46, Nathanael said to Philip, Can any good thing come out of Nazareth? And Philip said to him, Come and see. And so Jesus saw Nathanael coming to him and said of him, Behold, an Israelite indeed in whom there is no deceit. So apparently Jesus saw that this man was a very honorable person, had integrity. That's what that would mean right there. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? And Jesus said... Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. And so Nathanael said, Rabbi, you are the son of God. That that got him. Because no one else knew he was under the fig tree. And it isn't like today. The there weren't drone footage and cameras on. You know what I'm saying? Like this was no geo, whatever it's called. Nobody's tracking him on his iPhone, whatever. He, it, this guy's alone under the fig tree. No, Jesus knew and saw him. And that caused him to say, you're the son of God. You're the king of Israel. So Jesus said to him, because I said to you that I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe? You will see greater things than these. See, he does more than you can ask a thing. And he said to him, truly, truly, I said to you, you will see the heavens opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the son of man. It's the same kind of vision that Jacob had in the the Old Testament. Anyway, so I just want to set the stage with you before I show you this first clip. So Nathaniel, this idea of him and who he is. So they're taking a lot of liberty in this character. Just going to let you know, if you... If you're a biblical, you know, you study your Bible, you, you really, you will know this when you see this. Please just, let me just say this. Please don't look at it um, as, well, how do they know that? They don't. They're taking liberty. But a character is pretty boring if all you know is he sat under a fig tree. I mean, you understand, you've got to have a story, a line or something. It doesn't take from the point, I don't think. It just gives you an example of what might have been, Okay. We do that when we preach. Sometimes we share, this is what the Bible says. And then sometimes we'll say, you know what, this is kind of how I see it. it sometimes it's just like that. You see a, a verse that's cut and dry, Jesus is the Son of God, and we don't debate that. Okay? But there's other things there you go like, hey, man, I don't understand rapture. I'm not, I don't preach on a lot because, you know what, I don't understand all of that. Like, I would love to tell you I do, but I don't get some, I'm just glad I'm going. In me, that's the point of it. Like, I'm glad I'm going. When he, when the trumpet goes, or when he comes, whichever way you look at your interpretation of all of this, I'm saved, so I know by the blood, I'm going whenever he's ready. Thank God for that. That's all I care about. Now, that's other stuff's important, but I, I'm not, I'm not, a, you know, a student of, you know, end times as much. Anyway, so as we show this clip, uh, I just want to set the stage for you. They take liberty. Just please don't, don't let that bother you. Just Okay, and, and just hear the point of the clips, okay? Sound good? Yeah, okay, cool. Here we go. So let's watch the first clip, and we'll talk about it. So I think this, um, this question he asks when he says, Do you see me? Um, it's probably something we all have put forth before the Lord. In some form. You may not have said, Hey, do you see me? How about this one? God, do you not care? What I'm going through, like, hey, like I'm serving you. I'm a good person. Like you're not being arrogant when you say that. You're just simply saying, I mean, I'm not. I'm not going crazy over here. I'm worshiping you. And I do a Bible study. I love my family. I try to witness to people, I'm respectful to my employer. You know, I can keep going. You know the stuff we do, right? You keep adding up, adding up but God, do you see what I'm going through? Like, because like I feel like you're not here. Now I know that gets people nervous because talking about it in church because you're not supposed to talk about that stuff in church. You're supposed to put on a church face and act like you don't ever think that way. But I want to be honest with you. Like, so I'm a pastor. I went to school for this. Okay. I feel like I, you know, got the t-shirt I should know enough. About. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, like, just picked this thing up last week. There are times when you get to this point. It doesn't, and it's not a lack of faith. Can I just reassure you this morning? It is not a lack of faith when you go, God, I, where are you at? That does not mean you are not a good Christian. Or you don't have faith, or somehow you failed it's a simple human emotion when you are trusting in someone that's so great that I just said can do above and beyond anything you can ask or think. But in your situation, it seems like nothing's changing. God, where, do you see me? And that's where he was. Like, do you not see where, what I'm going through and, and what I'm dealing with? God, can you come through for me? Like, because, and this is what really gets us, right? So I'm just talking. You don't have to say anything. I'll, I'll do it. I'll say it. Someone you see gets a breakthrough in less time and it doesn't seem like they're trying near as much as you walking with the Lord it's like what I mean I'm glad they're fixed but can you, I mean really them, you would never say it I'm going to say it, it's okay why not, where are you at Where do you see me and I'm just telling you, it's a real human emotion. So much so, the psalmist, when you read the Psalms and you see the things that David and others would cry out unto God, when they're crying out to God, this is what they're doing. This is one of those pretty prayers. Thank you, Lord, for being here today. God, we just worship you. Yes, amen. It's not one of these pretty, this is one of those where you've prayed the pretty prayers. You went through the Bible with the ones you've got marked up, the scriptures you know, you prayed those too. You called your friends, you've been prayed for at church. It's one of those ugly prayers where you go, "Man, God, I'm just, you're kind of at the end of your ability, your knowledge and what you know about him. So you get to this point where now you're, it's it's really, we don't probably say it the best way we should. I'm going to say it this way. I think when you're at that point, it's at the greatest moment of trust and faith in God. Because you now have let go of everything that you know. Everything that you have experienced. Everything that you know is A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And what God does. But I got no answer for this. So do you see me? It's not a lack of faith. Man, I think it's actually a step of faith. I really do. I feel like it's the moment where you have to trust God in something where you. God, where? Why not? Where? Do you see me? Man, look. He does see you. So don't. And we'll get to that in a moment. But let me read this from Psalm 46, okay? Psalm 46 and verse 1. And this is a scripture, I use this when I talk to people um, in their moments of trials and difficulty. There's more to this. You could read the Psalms, whole 46, it's really good. But this one verse, um, I think it'll be on the screen for you. God is our refuge and our strength, a very present help in trouble or in times of trouble or in times of storms. The word refuge here is actually, in other translations, the word refuge is actually the word shelter. God is our shelter in times of storms. So he's our refuge. It's what we run to. We don't run from. If we don't understand something, we don't run from God. We just say, God, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I know you're good and your mercy endures forever. I don't see why this isn't working for me. You're helping everybody else. Why not me? You know, but I'm going to put all that aside and I'm just going to step a little closer to the edge of where I don't understand, but I'm going to trust you anyway. But do you see me? I'm saying it can be one of the most challenging times because in those moments I've found him to be the quietest. You know what I'm saying? Like like nothing. Just like that movie clip. He's just so quiet. And you're praying and asking God, God, hello. It's me. Oh, no, never mind. No, that, that's all it's stuck in my head. But, you know, in a sense, I'm the problem, it's me, you know. Y- y'all don't know that, Oh yeah, you? Your kids do, I guarantee you that. <laughs> All right. But he is our shelter. So we're not getting under fig trees today, but listen, how many times have you been in your car? It's just you. And you're driving down the road. You can't do anything else but drive. And you're sitting there going, God, what? Where are you at? Like, for real. Or maybe it's not, you, you know, dry, nobody's at home and you're just sitting there wondering like, what what's going on? You don't get under a fig tree, but those moments where it's quiet and silent and you're alone. That's what Nathaniel was going through. Now, I'm going to give you this this next clip and I, it's going to be kind of interesting when I tell you what we're going to talk about, but I just want you to be assured this morning. It's okay when you come to God and say, do you see me, what I'm going through? You're not being disrespectful. I'm being very real with the Lord I'm not disrespectful to God but there are times when I've gotten to the place of God I just where are you what are you doing in this I know you're good I trust you it's not about faith but I just what's the thing can you just give me something here (laughs) but you know what in those times just stay fit steadfast Stay steadfast. So we're going to watch this next clip. We're going to see what happens um, in this next clip. And this is where Philip comes along and he finds Nathaniel. Okay? So remember, Jesus found Philip. Now Philip goes looking for Nathaniel. So let's take a look at this next clip. So Philip, I think, has one of the most interesting statements, come and see. Like he's, he's not trying to convince him with a bunch of verses. He's not trying to convince him in other methods. He just says, you need to just come and see. And here's the deal. So the first thing I, I said to you was, Man, God, do you see me? It's like that, first, we get to that point. God, do you see me? Well, watch this. I'm going to flip the script a little bit. I think sometimes God says to us, uh-huh, do you see me? Like when we're, nah, hey, help me, please. Yeah, I, I do see you. Like I really do see you. I know what's going on. My question is, do you see me? Um, I I found this to be true the moment whenever I'm at this place and and I feel like I got issues going on. uh, It doesn't take much to just walk around a little bit and you'll find somebody else sitting under a fig tree that might be in worse shape than what you got going on. And I found this to be true. You know what, if you just do something for them or just... Help someone else with something. It's funny how, your stuff's still there, don't get me wrong, it doesn't go away. You gotta deal with it. But it's funny how you look and you're like, you know what, God, thank you, though. Thank you for giving me the ability to fill in the blank. I mean, it's a real thing. Um, If you ever need, and I don't know if Gigi could tell you over here, but he's sitting down in front, but... Uh, you know, he has a ministry where they go out and many people go help. But th- he started this feeding the homeless over here, over behind, uh, you know, the dollar store over here, the Dollar Tree, by, by the tracks. And I, he didn't, you don't just need to show up, you need to ask him. Because I know it's a big, it's a lot, what, what he's doing right now. But if you ever want to just come and see something God's doing and put aside what you have going on in your life, There's an opportunity. That's just one one of many. I just saw him sitting there and thought about it. But, you know, I was was in line of the day grocery store. And ladies weeping at the cash, She don't have enough money to pay for groceries. Hey, guys, this ain't like splurging stuff. This is all great value. Ain't nothing in that cart that was high end, you know? And it was stuff in there I could tell. I was like, man, that's that's she's... It's it's food, soup, and you know. Sometimes people are in real, they have real issues going on. And and it doesn't take away from what we got. God sees you, He knows what you have. But sometimes He says, But yeah, but do you see me what I'm doing? Like, can you take a moment and just look at what I'm doing? And I'll put this statement down. This is what we ask of God. We say, Do you see me? And then God says, I'm going to leave that up there for a minute so you can see that. And maybe it's been up there. I don't know. But do you see God at work? Because what Philip was saying was, hey, listen, Nathaniel, you got some issues going on. I see you, man. It stinks. But I want you to come and see what Jesus is doing. Yeah, but I don't have time because, you know what, I wish Jesus would come and help me. He's busy over there healing all those people in that Capernaum and over here and doing that. Why can't he come help me? You know? Why do I got to go to him? Philip just says, come and see. So the idea is this. To look around. And see when God puts people in your pathway that are struggling in a greater way than what you are, how might God be wanting to work through you to help them? It may not be financially. Sometimes it's just a friend. Hey, it's going to be all right. Can I pray with you? Just sometimes just somebody to talk to is a huge help for people. But do you see God in what he's doing? I think it's a good thing to consider all right so in this last clip we're going to talk about here uh, this is where Nathaniel uh, meets Jesus okay and I want, I want to go ahead and give you this, uh, this point before I show it to you because I want you to get the image and that is this that and I wrote it this way, "I see you, not Jody. I wrote it as if think about this from the Lord as the Lord saying to you, I see you He sees you." Understand that as we watch uh, this clip. So take a look at this clip, and then we'll we'll wrap it up. So uh, in this last clip, that, that that when he meets up with the Lord, like I said, there's just a lot of liberty taken. But you understand, you, you gotta you know how this works. If you met somebody for the first time, it's not going to be just one sentence. Oh yes, I'm going to follow you. There was m- more going on here than just that. And so liberty's taken, you know. I know, but if you can imagine that how it might have been for him meeting up with Jesus and seeing him and understanding who he was. It's no different than that with us. Um, I could just say this, like, so if you're a Christian, if you are a person of faith, if you are a believer, it means you've said yes to Jesus Christ and not just like you attend a church. I mean, you said, you know, Lord Jesus, in some form or fashion, in this manner, there's no perfect prayer about this, but it's of the effect as a man or woman believes in their heart, confess with their mouth, Jesus, Lord, you shall be saved. It's pretty clear. If you believe that Jesus died, was resurrected from the dead, you, you believe that. The, the next step is, is salvation, and it comes through confession. It says, Lord, I believe you're the Son of God. And the same way you just saw Nathaniel, it is a repentance to say, he, he, you know, remember, he's making fun of Nazareth before, his hometown. <laughs> you know, anything good coming out of that, yeah, you're right, yeah, you're the one, whatever. But when he met him, Something happened, that moment that you saw, the character that plays Jesus says, you know, there it is. That revelation of this, this is the Son of God. When you have that, and you say, Lord, I, I repent, I turn from my sin, I ask you to cleanse me. I, I know you're the Son of God, and I, I make you my Lord and Savior. In some manner of that, put it how you want it, but in some form or fashion, you've said yes to Jesus. Then you have the Holy Spirit. Now, I have just a few minutes here, and we're going to sing. I'm going to have to go ahead and ask the worship team, if you guys will come on up, because that way you can get plugged in while I do this. So we're going to do one more song of worship, but I want to share this one that thing with you guys, okay? If you are a believer, watch this, you have the Holy Spirit, okay? let Just take a moment, and please hear what I'm saying to you. Is I mean, this ain't the best preaching probably in the world, but what I'm about to tell you is really good. Not because I'm saying it, but I'm just saying this will help. And uh, not because of me, but it's just His work. You have the Holy Spirit. And Jesus said, it is better that I go away so that He can come and you can have His Spirit. Now, you can take it any way you want to go, it, it, from, from liturgical to charismatic there's many streams, pick your, pick your one, whatever. There's good and error in each one. Can we just all agree? I I mean, I went to a charismatic Bible college and there's a lot of stuff that I saw and experienced and looked at and thought, well, you know, there's some things I probably don't fully agree with now. Exactly. But a lot of stuff I do. I mean, there's very little that I don't, especially when it comes to the Holy Spirit. Like he's with me all the time. And I know that. And you might not have a great revelation of that, but I want to encourage you right now to hear something. The same spirit that raised up Christ from the dead is the same spirit that now lives in you. And when he says, I see you, there is a moment, and I want to share a couple things with you. I don't usually do this, but since this probably gets kicked off the internet anyway, um, I'm going to say a couple things to you. You just happen to be here today. It's going to be, you know, for you. But there's a moment sometimes when the Holy Spirit, he confirms things by the Spirit. You're not going to get it from just reading. Now, I'm going to say, that sounds like I'm putting down the Bible. I'm not. You can read this all day. Read it all you want to. There are people who read it and can debate better than you. And they're not believers. Because knowledge itself without the Holy Spirit is just a bunch of words. This is God's word. I'm not putting down his word. But I'm telling you, there's a lot of people that use this without the Holy Spirit. And it's a it, it, it is a two-edged sword, but sometimes I mean, they get that thing out and they don't know how to use it. The Holy Spirit uh, confirms what God is saying, and if you're a believer, you have the Holy Spirit. okay Can I just say something to a few of you in here? if you're not a believer i I know what it's like to go without God, and when you're in a storm, you're faced with trials and issues. That is a very lonely place because you don't have the Holy Spirit to turn to to at least carry you through those moments. But watch this. Even if you're not a believer this morning, God Almighty loves you so much He will convict and share His love with you by the Holy Spirit even if you're not saved to prove, to show you who He is. And sometimes there's these moments like this where, you know, I saw you under that fig tree and you go like, Uh-huh. So I'm going to do some of that right here, okay? I don't usually do this. I just really felt like... I really felt like that I should say a couple of things in this, okay? So you got to bear with me because I don't usually do this on Sunday morning. I just feel like there's some of you here this morning in a couple of ways that God wants to say to you, like, I see you. I know what you're going through. And so I'm going to say a couple of things. You... It may or may not bear witness with you, but for some of you it will. For some of you, it's not just a loneliness thing; like it's literally to the point where you've passed lonely a while back. Depression, you went, you, you passed that. You're over in like this numb place. It's like when I tell you this, it's like compassion is gone. Love is gone. You, it's just numb. So like You just feel like... And, I don't, and it's not a suicidal thing, but you're teeter-tottering over into some stuff that you've got to get out of that. Okay? So I don't know who you are. I'm not going to ask you to stand up because I know that's a very personal thing. But can I just tell you right now, if, that can, if, you, if you're here and you're like, why would you say the word numb? Because some of you, that's the word you're using. I don't know who you are. It doesn't matter the Holy Spirit knows. And right now, if he's convicted, if he's put, you're like, oh my gosh, how would he? Know? It's because he sees you under a fig tree. He wants you to know, I see you. Like, you're not alone right now, okay? You're not by yourself. Do you understand what I'm saying? For some of you in here, there's another thing in here. I just want to just encourage you. When it comes to worshiping God, because we're about to worship, and I'm going to say a couple other things, okay? I'm going to let you go it's like God wants to say to you right now like, I see you under your fig tree when it comes to worship for some of you this is a very difficult thing because let me tell you why because listen man I love these guys they know that they're like family every one of them but they'll tell you right straight 100% it is not about this playing music and singing and all that that's not the point the point is worship and exaltation to God. And the point is, for you, for some of you, watch this, it feels like this, when you try to worship, you have this, like, just this, this wall, like, I just can't worship. And i am telling you why, it's because you feel like, for some reason, you're flawed, or there's something wrong with you. Like, if you dare cross that threshold of his presence, and you dare engage further, you don't know what he's going to do, what's going to happen. Because, like, if you do it, he might. What's he gonna say next? What's he gonna tell me? What is he? I'm just. I'm afraid to engage. I'm not asking you to lay on the floor. I'm not asking you to. Please don't run around the church. I'm not asking. But if you wanted to bow down before the Lord, if you're at your seat and just lift your hands in worship, if you want to, all of those things are totally appropriate. And I want to encourage you as we worship here. To put aside the next five minutes for a minute and let's let that wall down. And you know how walls come down, right? It's like if you've never heard about the story of Jericho, the reason it fell, God told them how to, it was God's plan. But they came there thinking what they're gonna fight, but instead, God said, I want you to come with a shout. And you're here this morning, listen you think that this is just a part of church. Because maybe that's what someone told you or what you've experienced, but I'm telling you, that's not what this is. This guy right here, when he plays, sometimes it's crazy. Like I can, it's like the Holy Spirit just, he's playing, but it's like I sense the Lord in it. It, Because it's not just his talent or his talent or her talent or their singing or his ability. This Because God's on them. And what God wants to do, He wants you to know He sees you. But if you want some answers and you want some closeness and you want to get rid of that numbness and that wall to come down, you're going to have to do this. And you're going to have to do it with your friends right beside you looking at you like, what are you doing? And you're just praying that, yeah, you put on the right deodorant today. But whatever... I'm just telling you, you may think this is not a part of it. But I will tell you right now, this right here will engage the Holy Spirit in your life more than this right here. And you may think, oh, that's just actions. It's not. Scriptures tell us to lift up holy hands unto the Lord. Well, you might say, well, that's why I can't because I don't have holy hands. Let me tell you right now, listen. He has made you, if you're a believer, he has made you righteous. And I worship God, and Haley will tell you, I got flaws and issues, and I'm not a perfect pastor or husband or daddy or friend. I'll let you down sometimes, man. But I'm not in here doing this for a show. I want the Holy Spirit to communicate with me. And I know you do too, and I'm just telling you, if you want him, if you want to remove that wall during this next song, I'm asking you to do this. Lord Jesus, I came to the wrong church today. What is he thinking? I promise you, just if you'll give me this moment to just help you with this, but give this moment to God. Let him do something great in your life this morning. Could, Could you stand with me this morning? Listen, I know you got dinner on the stove, or you gotta be this, and you gotta do that. I know all that stuff's going on. But right now, I'm going to go ahead and pray with you, and then we're going to worship, okay? Here, I want you to do right now. While all eyes are open, yes, I want you right now to just lift your hands with me. Now, look at this. Now, look, at the per- look around the room right quick. This is a sign of surrender, y'all. You're saying, God, Whatever. If this doesn't fix, even still, I will worship you. I'll worship you in the desert. I'll worship you in the storm. I don't care if this never gets resolved. This is my moment with you, Lord. I am here with you today. So hands lifted. Now we're going to pray. Lord, in Jesus' name, with our hands lifted high, God, we come to you today. And, oh, Holy Spirit, I ask you to speak to people's hearts right now as we worship you. And dear God, I don't know what all people are going through, but I know I can sense it in the room today, Lord. There is, God, they need your shelter today. So as we worship you, Lord, we lift up our hands, Father, we acknowledge your presence in this room right now. We acknowledge your anointing in this room right now. Holy Spirit, speak to so many hearts right now in Jesus' mighty name. We worship you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Come on, let's worship together. So as we were singing,
1: Just was thinking about how he was talking about heaviness or a a numbness. And sometimes when we're in this place, because we're might be unfamiliar, it may feel like uh, something is conflicting a little bit because there is a heaviness. But can I remind you also that God's glory is the weightiness of who He is? So when we talk about chains falling. It's because His glory is so weighty yeah. that they can't stay on you anymore.
0: Amen. Right. That His
1: glory is so weighty that those thoughts that are trying to intrude in your mind, they they fall away. Yeah. His glory is weighty, so don't confuse that heaviness. If you're if you're conflicted, I don't know what's going on right now. It could be that God is just pouring His glory out on you so that those things would fall away
0: and I just feel like I need it no that's good yeah that's good girl amen I want to encourage you uh, as we gather I want to encourage you to engage in this manner I, I I know I get it I do. I know what it's like to be on the other side to sit in the seat I know what it's like to be struggling with things and have issues and stuff's going on and the preacher's talking you're like man I mean it's a good word but God, I, do you see me? God, I'm here. Can I just encourage you when you gather, engage in this manner here, and let the Holy Spirit speak to you this week? Let the Holy Spirit you know communicate with you about things that are going on. Haley just said there, and some of the other things. I just felt like today, taking that moment, you know, He sees you. Please, please don't leave her today and think, oh no. If you came here today just for this to hear, I see you. That's enough to let you know the Holy Spirit had you here today just so you could hear. Hey, listen, I see you. I know what you're going through. Just stay steadfast. Hang in there. Trust the Lord, but don't stop worshiping. Worship is the key to engaging with the Holy Spirit, to hearing from Him. I want to give you a moment to pray. If, If you're here and you don't know the Lord... I'm going to lead you in a prayer eye right? because I, I wouldn't want you to leave just in, if, if you're here and you're not a believer. And and that's something you say, man, I, I really want to be saved. I, I don't want to leave without giving you that moment. So so right where you are with your eyes closed just for a moment, the church will pray with you. You won't be by yourself in this. But if you feel the conviction of the Holy Spirit right now, you say, hey, Pastor Jody, I, I, I feel i got to be saved. And I, I've never... I don't know what this is, but I sense the Holy Spirit, and I, I need to be saved. If that's you, no one's gonna look around, no one's going to embarrass you, I'm not going to make you do anything different than this. So just Would you just let me know by it? Just lift your hand a little bit. No one's looking at you, no one's watching you, but you say, hey, thank you, bud, got you, got you, thank you, sir, got you. Anybody else before we go, you say, hey, man, you want my prayer? Pray for me, I need to be saved today. Anybody else before we leave? All right. Well, let's do this, let's pray together. Man, I felt like I looked over here with well, your eyes closed. Please don't please don't watch what I'm about to say. Keep your eyes closed just a moment. Sir, I saw you. I you know who you are, I'm talking to you right now. I saw you. And I knew by the Holy Spirit, like today God was gonna do something in your life. And you just lifted your hand a while I go. And I'm just telling you, He had you here for this reason. And there's more that he's gonna do. There's more that's coming, but hang in there. As you pray this day. the Lord is gonna do some things in your life. But, man, I knew it. I knew it. I looked over and I thought it was you. And so I'm really excited about that. just trust the Lord right now in this next moment as we, as we pray together. So let's all pray this out loud together. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today and I give you my life. I surrender everything. I acknowledge that you are the Son of God. And you died for me, for my sins. And I ask you to save me. I make you my Lord and my Savior. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. Come on, let's get my hand with you right now. If they prayed that prayer. So excited for you. Hey, listen, if you prayed that prayer, really excited for you on the screen. There's a little screenshot there. You can capture that. We'd love to help you get started walking with God, especially the two or three of you guys that lifted your hands please take a moment to, to do that for us or fill out the card in front of your seat and drop in the offering box. We just want to help you get started walking with the Lord in that manner and, um, uh, and encouraging that. One of the things before we leave today, as we give, just want to encourage you in your generosity. Thank you for what you do to help promote the kingdom of God and the work that God's doing at Cornerstone. You can give online or you can give in the offering boxes either way, but I just appreciate that. And this prayer that we pray of you every week from Numbers, this goes right along with that. But hear these words today, please, especially some of you that are struggling right now with the connection with God. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and may he give you his peace. Man, that's our prayer for you guys. Have a great day today, guys. God bless you guys. Love you guys. See you next week. We hope you were blessed by today's message. If so, feel free
1: to pay it forward and share this podcast with someone else. Thanks for listening.